You're listening to episode 126 of the STEM Space. Today, we're taking you on a journey beyond the classroom as we delve into the magical world of hosting a star party for your students. Join us as we explore how you can teach the wonders of the universe through telescopes at an exciting school-wide event. Also, learn how to ignite the sparks of curiosity in your classroom by donning enchanting costumes that bring your educational content to life. Are you curious yet? Let's dive in. Hey, I'm Claire. And I'm Natasha. From college roommates to co-founders of Vivify STEM, pull up a seat as we discuss our experiences as aerospace engineers, teachers, moms, program directors, curriculum writers, graduate students, and friends. This is the STEM Space Podcast. Hey, Natasha. Hey, Claire. How's it going? Pretty good. I'm having actually a staycation. My husband took my kids to San Antonio for the weekend, and I'm just relaxing and enjoying some quiet time. Well, thank you for letting me interrupt your quiet time. To record <laughs> and a recording podcast. a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds way better than my evening, which was supposed to be epic because I was supposed to have a star party tonight. Oh. But it's raining. There's no stars because there's clouds. Boo. So, So, how have you like planned this? Were there flyers and people were planning on coming? Yes. I mean, only social media posts. So there weren't flyers. But I have all these glow sticks that, like the glow stick necklaces Mm -hmm. with stickers on them to remind the students to come to the the star party. That's a good idea. Yeah, but I didn't get to hand those out because we had to cancel. So I have that. Oh, I've... you didn't hand. Okay, this is a positive. So yes. Okay. I still have them for the next time. Yeah, so they, you know, I kind of canceled it in advance, which was good because I had to let the astronomer people know. Mm-hmm. So we have people from the Fort Worth Astronomical Society that were going to come and bring their telescopes. Oh, wow. But I've never done anything like this before. So I'm really relying on your knowledge. And this might be good that it canceled because you and I have not had a chance to talk about your you experience. You mentioned it and then <laughs> I didn't realize it was happening it was without like, my expertise. <laughs> I know, which is terrible. So I'm glad that it the universe knew that I wasn't supposed to do it yet because I need your your <laughs> wisdom. So you've done how many star parties? Um, not that many actually. I think four. That's a lot. I feel like that's a good amount of experience. It's it's enough to have learned from things to not do and to get better each time. In my opinion, it's a different type of STEM family night. So it has a very similar vibe to bring out parents and do some fun hands-on activities, but outdoors in the dark. Yeah. So maybe we should describe what is a star party? Like, what's the point? Why did you have one? I wanted to get kids to look up and most of them had never looked in a telescope and had never seen the moon through a telescope. And if we were lucky, maybe Mars or Saturn or some of the other planets. And just to, whenever you, you know, every kid looks up, but most of the time you don't really think beyond, oh, look at the constellations, right? Big Dipper. Mm -hmm. And they get excited about that. Um, And so this was tied to space club. So we would do a lot of space exploration activities in the program, but during the day. Um, and so a few times the kids had said, will we ever get to look through a telescope? And I see a telescope behind you right now. Yep. 
And that's similar to what we would give away. So we'd have the colony competition and we'd give away telescopes as prizes, but I'd never actually taken my students, my class outside to look through a telescope. But it's tricky because we're in the city. This was in San Antonio, Mm. you know, near downtown. Um, But the goal is to find a place that there's not a lot of light pollution, connect with the Astronomical Association to bring out the mega telescopes and just have an evening of appreciation for the stars and the planets. Yeah, that's amazing. And what I've been dreaming about, we are fortunate enough to have people donate a couple of telescopes for our students to use, which you can't really see them behind me. I have these totes that I've put together of these telescopes to protect them. And they have all these different lenses. They have like a moon lens and I'm writing up instructions on how to use them. I have forms printed off for parents to give permission to check out the telescopes. So my plan was to go through the with the students go through how to use a telescope, what it's for, talk about what constellations you're going to see during which season, and then be able to show them the stars, like you're saying at the star party, so that they can experience it and then be able to do it on their own time and spread it with their families and get mm-hmm. really excited about utilizing something that they probably don't have at home and may not have access to elsewhere. So what are some things that you did at the star party or leading up to one? Well, about telescopes, there's a couple different kinds and there's some that allow you to use your cell phone. Do Mm. you have one of those? Like to use your cell phone to do what? So instead of looking through like the viewer, you can actually look at your cell phone and that is like looking at what the tell and it's just easier for some people to just see from their cell phone like connects uh, directly and you can take pictures it's easier to take pictures with Mm -hmm. yeah for my own telescope i have one it's like a mount that Mm -hmm. hooks on the eyepiece that you can stick your phone in right but but yeah i should probably get some for the student ones that's a great idea yeah and it just makes it more accessible so if you have multiple people there they can all kind of look at the same time instead of like this long line you're trying to like (laughs) and then they move it it. and you're like oh and that's the hardest thing is getting set up and if you're looking for something in particular aligning it perfectly getting the focus right because i know i've done you know my own backyard looked at the telescope but it takes forever (laughs) to find anything but the moon yeah, Usually that's kind of obvious, <laughs> but yeah, getting it all set up and then just having extra people around to manage the telescopes. And then you need stuff to do besides looking through telescopes. So glow sticks is a must. Having glow stick and glow paint art is what we would do. Oh, so we had a bunch of black t-shirts and then glow in the dark paint. And so they would write like star party and I think for this one, we did ahead of time and they all wore it to the star party, but I bet there's like some kind of art activity you could do at night with like glow in the dark paint. Oh, that's a great idea. I didn't think about that. I got the glow in the dark tape because I was thinking I might want to like tape things like like the Mm -hmm. telescope legs to make sure people don't trip over it or like the table. We're going to have pizza and snacks that people can purchase so you can see it because you're not supposed to put lights out anywhere because that can interfere with people being able to look through the telescopes so 
And that's where I had one of my later events was at a high school and there were two areas. So there was the Mm. kind of the STEM night activities inside in the cafeteria where we had refreshments and all of your classic engineering activities. And then right outside was the, I guess, star party section where we had the glow in the dark. Actually, we had all the glow in the dark activities inside and then they would go outside and look at the telescope and kind of have fun, run around. And it was a little more chaos out there. but in the dark. And you're right, because tripping is a a big problem with all the cables. And if you're gonna have food out there. So the first time I did it, we actually had no food. And we kept it real minimal. And that worked better because I feel like it was so chaotic in the dark, (laughs) trying to get everybody to turn off all the lights. And so you just came out there, you had glow sticks, we had the t-shirts, telescopes and then we also brought ipads for the explore the universe activity mm-hmm. and you can do a scavenger hunt um using one of the star apps so you try to find the iss you try to find oh. mars using the ipad that's our freebie explore the universe is basically yeah, yeah. scavenger hunt yeah that's genius yeah i forgot about that that was what i'm here for yep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why i consult the expert right i should <laughs> but glow in the dark tape is a good one. I had not thought of that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cause I was first looking for glow in the dark cones and I was like, Oh, I have cones. I should just make my cones glow in the dark. So have that. I was also going to get a bunch of those glow in the dark stars that you can put like on your ceiling Yeah. and like mm-hmm. have those in places that kids can find. Or there's also those the glow in the dark Easter eggs. It's like, it could be like an egg hunt mm-hmm. in you know, November, that sounds great. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah. But, it's, you know, stuff for the little kids to do, because this is a family yeah. event, and mm-hmm. the little kids aren't going to be looking through the telescopes. So, uh, yeah, I was trying to find other glow-in-the-dark activities, but I love the art with the glow-in-the-dark paint. That's genius. Yeah. But you have to, like, charge it ahead of time, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think. With the t-shirts, we made them ahead of time, so we were in sunlight and then went to the party because mm-hmm. we wore them all day. So that is how that, that worked. worked. Yeah. You could probably use UV lights, like a UV flashlight. Mm. I wonder if that would charge it, but yeah, one of those things to think ahead of time and say so you show up and nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing glows. That's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I will test that with UV flashlights first, see if that works. So speaking of dress up, so I've also been looking at what to wear to a star party. I should just make my own clothes, but I have several of my uh, outfits that I wear to teach in, and one of them has glow-in-the-dark constellations, so I'll definitely be wearing that if weather permits, because it's a dress. (laughs) But, that reminds me of Seek, the oh. Space Exploration Educators Conference at NASA. Everybody dresses up for like that big uh, banquet and mm-hmm. they were like the light up, everything glowing dresses. Yes. It's incredible. Yes, I belong there. Uh-huh. Those are our people. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you casually wear your galaxy leggings that I got you. Don't mm-hmm. you wear that? On- <laughs> In the rockets. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I went to pick up my daughter in them the other day and Justin happened to be driving by from work and he was like, who's that crazy lady <laughs> in the rocket pants? And then I show up, I come home with her and he was like, he was it was like, you. <laughs> like, yeah, who else would be wearing rockets? Right. You mean cool? That's what she meant by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you dress up when you're teaching? 
Okay, so <laughs> undergrads. <laughs> yes, I know. I have never dressed up, and this episode will air way after Halloween. But Halloween, I am teaching on Halloween, yeah. and so my students are begging to have a dress-up day because they're like, "It would be so fun if you give us extra credit <laughs> for dressing up." So I'm doing it. <laughs> Um, and so the whole class is going to dress up with something related to the class. So physical science, forces in motion, elements, chemical reactions, they're going to come and they're supposed to. So now I have to also bring it. Yeah. What do I do, Claire? I need some ideas. Like all I've got is like magic school bus, you know, Mrs. Frizzle kind of characters. Okay. Two thoughts. <laughs> Yeah. First thought that popped in my head was, do you watch Big Bang Theory? Yes. Do you remember where they went to a Halloween party and they dressed up? Yeah. Oh, and Sheldon dressed up. Yeah, look, yeah, you need to Google that one. Sheldon dressed up as the Doppler effect. Uh, okay. <laughs> How? I have to Google this. There's no way to describe it. You'll just have to okay. Google the sound waves and they get closer together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was like a bodysuit though. So, but I bet you okay, can make no. a t-shirt. You can make a t-shirt. <laughs> well, we're doing chemistry next week. So it would be ideal oh. if it's related to chemical reactions, elements. We're doing the periodic table. Oh man. I and have I was some. Like, well, what if I dress up and they have to guess the element that I am? Like dress up in tinfoil? But it that's obvious. Aluminum. <laughs> right. I have some, I have the um, chemical, oh, what's it called? The structure of chocolate earrings. Ooh. I mm. wish I could send those to you because they're pretty awesome. I have an um, idea. There was uh -huh. this, um, all my data is from TikTok. So <laughs> <laughs> there was this teacher that kind of did a sort of prank on her students. They were learning about the electromagnetic spectrum and Ooh. she used yellow highlighter. I don't know if it's like special glow in the dark. I'm not sure. And she puts like a mustache on her face and like some <laughs> silly stuff. But in the regular light, fluorescent light, you can't see. Um, and so she pretends that she's upset at her class and says, nobody commented on how I look today. And I changed up my makeup and I felt like I looked good. But, you know, she was like, you know, trying to make up some kind of joke. And they're like, miss, you look beautiful. Like they had no idea. So then she turns off the light and I don't know if she had a UV light and then everybody just like dies laughing. So if it's like a <laughs> hidden costume related to oh, electromagnetic spectrum, I don't know. That's intense. I thought it was creative. That is really creative. Okay. I'm going to have to think more because my second immediate thought was, you remember those um, outfits that we would wear during Rockets in undergrad? We had the... Oh, <laughs> do I still have that somewhere? Do you still have that? So it's I like a... It. What's that called? Like a jumpsuit? Yeah. It's like a mechanics jumpsuit mm -hmm. and we all had our names on them, you know. Oh uh, my gosh. Yours says Natty and it sure does. you could be Rosie the Riveter. All you would need oh, is a red bandana. That's a good one. Um, it would be fantastic. Okay. Yeah. But chemistry. Uh, yeah, awful. besides just being an element. <laughs> yeah, just pick pick an element. Whatever. That's you... what I was thinking, like the glow in the dark one could be related to an element that glows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay, well, let me know. Mm. And if anybody out there, yeah, you're going to hear this too late. No, though, it's so. going to be too late. Feel free to still send me ideas for next Halloween. <laughs> so when you hear this, look on Instagram because Natasha's going to post what she is. Yes. <laughs> Deal. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to think of more. But I think you should dress up more as like the hook. This is what I do because I'll wear something. So not Peter Pan the hook. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Don't well, unless it's talk like a pirate day, then you should definitely do that. But you're saying as the hook to the lesson, <laughs> or that could be your element. You could be argon. Argon. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing it down. <laughs> uh huh. Quantity leads to quality. I have a pirate costume. Natasha, I mean... <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> uh. Yeah, no, I use dressing up as the hook. So when my students walk in, they're like, she's wearing a roller coaster dress, which I have one, and it's amazing. Of course Because when you twirl, like it, it has the, like it's a twirly dress. It looks like the roller coasters going up and what? down. Yeah, it's pretty okay, amazing. Okay, if I'm posting my costume, you're posting this dress of you twirling. <laughs> we need to see this. Done. Okay, yeah. Oh, I just did roller coasters too. So, man. Okay, I'll put it on just for you Thank if you. I still fit in it because I don't think I've worn it since before baby number three. <laughs> Might have to get a new one. But yeah, I get svahausa.com mm -hmm. is where I get a lot of my nerd gear and it's pretty amazing. They have dresses, chemistry dresses too. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they could get them to you by Tuesday. I have a really good, um, like, chemistry shirt from Champions for Science, that virtual conference. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so maybe you can do that. And I have a bunch of, like, Space Club shirts from, like, students that they created. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just too, like, I don't want to be an aerospace engineer. Like, that's how they know me, right? Mm -hmm. I need to do something different. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I'm going to be very disappointed if my class is listening right now. I will be disappointed if y'all don't dress up because y'all are forcing this. <laughs> I know what you should do. What? You should do a riddle out of elements. So, for example, you should spell out like a word or a phrase, but using the elements. So, you know how, have you seen shirts that like will say something. I can't think of one off the top of my head right now, but they'll spell like, something. Wear... But it's with the element. So you would wear it like if it was helium, you could wear like a balloon, attach it to your shirt, and you'd like have the elements represented, and they have to figure out what that word is or something. Oh. So like the helium element would just be H E. H E. Mm hmm. And then so you continue. So it could I say, like hello, it. I don't know. But it has to be something they need. Like, this is information that's important. Because they need to know the elements. Chemistry. No, no. I mean, like, the riddle. Oh, like the, the riddle. Yes. Is, like, something. Oh, yes. Now I have to do a whole theme. <laughs> yes. Go big or go home, Natasha. Right. It's all a lesson. Everything has to be a lesson. <laughs> well, this is how you do your class. Where you have it like is. You have a room and riddles and... I can't stop. Yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> but I have not done any kind of activity like this, so that will be perfect. Okay, I like it. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. Okay. They're going to be like, what the heck are you? And I'll be like, <laughs> you got to figure it out. The yeah. elements, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> and then the grand finale, I turn off the lights and I'm glowing. <laughs> You're radioactive. That will be the last one. Yes. Uh, only if you play that song, though. The that, song? Uh, yeah, radioactive. The, uh, is that Imagine Dragons? You going to sing it for us? I know what you're talking about. Radioactive. Radioactive. Uh huh. Okay. You have a Perfect. lot to post. Okay. Yeah, I do. Thank you. Thing of a riddle. I want to hear about everybody else's ways of dressing up. I know a lot of teachers do really creative things. So if you're listening to this and you have really cool dress up ideas to use with your classroom or with certain lessons, let us know. Question for you, Claire. Uh-huh. What are your thoughts on dressing like a stereotype? So someone was like, oh, you should dress like a mad scientist. Oh, that's a negative, Ghostwriter, because we have enough things that are enforcing or reinforcing stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Unless you're doing it to break down the stereotype. Right. So. Like dressing up as like Albert Einstein, for example, I feel like is just promoting the stereotypes of like this crazy scientist and also only one person that everybody's already heard of. That's why it'd be nice if I was some obscure female scientist that I could educate my students on like, I am Mm so-and-so. That was my other idea was to dress up. They had to like figure out who I am. Ooh. Yep. That was my other idea. Raquel Nuno. Is that how you say her name? Who is that? She's a planetary geologist. Uh, her husband does um, Veritasium, the mm-hmm. uh, social media guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like a really popular YouTube channel. Yep. Mm-hmm. But she's a planetary geologist, PhD. She does really cool stuff. Yep. It's a good scientist. Up. Good one. Nice. I'm all about modern scientists because students like they look at the old people and they're like, yep, some that's so far away from me. Like Marie Curie, she's really cool, but I mean, she's long gone. And so like people that you can actually follow, especially in this day and age when they're all on Mm -hmm. TikTok and stuff, like follow these people. That's who you should be uh, contacting when you need information. So yeah, the career chats that you've done that we also do on this podcast are great to share with students so yeah do some if, if you're looking for a scientist to dress up as find somebody who's still living <laughs> i like it i agree well i'm excited to post about this thanks for your help mm-hmm. i expect you to change every 30 minutes into a different outfit based on the things it's like a whole performance <laughs> yeah <laughs> and now what do you think i am roller yes. coaster <laughs> <laughs> And then I'll bring out the dry eyes and oh, yeah. for my <laughs> changes. Oh, I wish we lived in the same town. Yep, that would be amazing. Okay, well, uh, until next time, Natasha, stem space out. Do you get our free weekly newsletter? If not, you're missing out on amazing content, free resources, and ideas from Vivify and other STEM education leaders. All you need to do to subscribe is head to vivifystem.com backslash subscribe and get your copy delivered right to your inbox.